For today's podcast, Dr. David Smith is back with us. David, thanks so much for coming in. We wanted to share some more information, so we appreciate that. Sure. So let's take a look at now for today's update. What we're sharing, David, is the virtual instruction calendar now that we know more. So we sent this out a week or two ago uh, before the governor went ahead and closed school facilities through the end of this year in the entire state of Indiana. So we've now updated that calendar. We're going to be sending that out, but thought we'd just go through that with you. So, of course, as we record this podcast, we're finishing up a second week of waiver days. That changes on Monday. So you want to just talk to us about what this looks like starting the 13th? Certainly. First of all, grateful that we now know what to plan for because the uncertainty was difficult because we had multiple plans in place. You've said a couple of times that actually helps us to know this final information. So the governor has put out in his executive order that we have to complete 160 days of attendance. Okay. So we are going to modify the uh, guidance that we'd put out previously on okay. virtual learning day. So now commencing Monday, April the 13th okay. and going through that week. So Monday the 13th through uh, Friday, April 17th will be virtual learning days. Okay. And I'm watching, I'm kind of following along the calendar as you talk. Okay. And then on April the 20th through Thursday, April the 23rd will also be virtual learning day. So starting then on April the 13th, running through nine consecutive weekdays, we will have virtual learning. Then on April, Friday, April the 24th, that will be a waiver day, as well as Monday, April the 27th will be a waiver day. Okay. So we'll have with a weekend then four days for folks to continue to plan then for sure. the next uh, chunk of virtual days, which will commence then uh, Tuesday, April the 28th. Okay. And then we'll conclude May the 8th, which is that Friday. That Those two chunks of nine days of virtual days interspersed then are in between um, the the four days off, if you will, from two waiver days in the weekend, then we'll make the 28 waiver days that we needed to have in order to have our 160 days of attendance. Okay. And just to make sure we're on the same page here, when we talk about, in case you've forgotten, resuming virtual instruction on Monday and, and then these days listed on the calendar uh, as virtual days, those are days that virtual assignments will be made. So students can expect to see those. Correct. Okay. And then again, when we have that those two waiver days sandwiched in the middle on Friday, the 24th of April and Monday, the 27th on those two days, that's basically an opportunity for our teachers to stop for a minute, do some planning, getting ready then for that next stretch of nine instruction days. As well as it gives families a bit of a pause because I understand with now multiple individuals working from home and then several kids all having the need for uh, computer access and and internet capacity, uh, we understand that we need to put a little bit of a break in there. Well, you've made no secret of thanking teachers and our staff for all their hard work, but I know you've also thanked parents because they are suddenly becoming homeschool uh, teachers, if you will, to go along with the instruction provided by us. Um, Did want to clarify then, so as people are looking uh, at this calendar and they see Friday, May 8th is really the final day for virtual day. That doesn't mean the year ends on that day, though. So you want to touch base on that? Clearly, absolutely does not mean that school is over. School continues because that's when the assignments are provided. But the work and the homework and all of that will be due at least a week later. Okay. 
Okay. So if I'm a student and I'm hearing this, I'm kind of thinking about what this looks like, or as you said, if I'm a parent who's supporting my kids at home, knowing that on Friday, May 8th, last day for virtual assignments to be given, anything given that day or the day or two before that, of course, will be due over the next week after that. Then once they would finish that last assignment or those assignments given on Friday, May 8th, then that, in effect, would basically end the school year for them in terms of their work. After their work has been done. After it's done. Correct. That's the key. Yes. So assignments get made on the 8th leading up to that. And then, of course, you have to complete all those assignments before you're finished, so to speak. And then that should give teachers time to do grades and do all those other types of end-of-the-year activities sure. that we need to do in our regular brick-and-mortar structures. Okay. And and again, as you've already referenced in this conversation this year, because of changes made by the governor in the Department of Education, we're working on technically a 160-day school year instead of 180 days like in a normal year. Yes, correct. That's one of the many things that are very different this one year. One of many, absolutely. And do you want to touch base for a second? I know we've had a lot of questions, and I get it. I'm a parent, too. People just want wondering when their kids are going to be able to come in, whether it's things in their lockers, things in their desk, if they're elementary, a cubby, that type of thing. You want to talk about where we're at with that now? Yes, we're still working on those plans. Uh, it's difficult to say when because we don't know as we sit here now uh, how this will continue to play out. Uh, but as soon as, as we can finish the assignments, as soon as we uh, have no longer a use for the resources that kids have at home, uh, then we'll make certain that there's an opportunity for students to come in as well as teachers to come in and sure. and obtain those things. I say that now, but as you know, things continue Absolutely. to change. So I'm not certain when that will be. Certainly will not be in April. Um, will not be in the first half of May either because right. they'll still be utilizing those resources sure. for assignments. But uh, hopefully sometime shortly thereafter uh, we can – we can uh, have folks come in and, and get their belongings. Well, because, of course, the last thing we would want to do is say, hey, everybody come back, and we've got two or 300 or more students showing up at the same time. That obviously is not what we want in this time where we're trying to social distance and be very cautious with, with the health of our community. Yeah. For instance, North High School and Junior High, there are 2,600 kids in that facility. Sure. So we're going to do this in an organized fashion, a safe way based on what the situation is here in a few weeks down the road as we continue to process this. So more information to come on that. Yes, clearly more information will come. I just ask uh, for people to have continued patience with that. Sure. We do understand that it's a need, but uh, we will be able to do that hopefully in uh, this summer, at the beginning of the summer. Absolutely. We'll do it when it's safe. Sure. Last thing I'll say before, just a reminder about staying in touch with us, and that is we're excited about a partnership with WNIN. We've been working on these lessons. That's going to start Monday. We went ahead and put something on social media about that yesterday. But certainly we appreciate appreciate not only the work of teachers coming in, but WNIN for their willingness to collaborate. Absolutely. You know, when we have virtual learning days, not everybody has access to computer at home or the Internet. Uh, so we're actually doing about a variety of three things. First of all, uh, virtual learning through the internet on a device. And then we also have a great opportunity with WNIN and uh, some of our outstanding teachers to provide lessons through the TV. And then also in those instances where that doesn't even work, then we are still doing on a very limited number packets. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and put in a plug like we always do. Please continue to follow us on EVSC Facebook for the latest updates. Go to evscschools.com on the website. That's where we house everything. Um, Final thoughts, anything else you'd like to share before we wrap? I know a lot of seniors are still asked about commencement and things like that. And we still are saying that we're postponing commencement and we want 
to the very best of our ability to get that in. What that looks like, we don't know. Uh, but we've also discussed distributing caps and gowns, those kind of things. So, right. so many things to process that sure. we used to do as a matter of routine that now we're having to reinvent uh, what is going on. But just hats off to a phenomenal team, uh, our, our team, as well as teachers and staff, cafeteria workers, continuing to prepare and, and uh make certain that our students have those nutritious lunches and breakfasts, custodial staff, everybody, it's all hands on deck. You know, it's, it's interesting, but when you have um, situations like this that arrive, either uh, when you have out exceedingly great times or some very difficult times, I think it really does show the true character of individuals and, and of entities. And I'm very humble to be part of an organization that each and every day puts students first. So Hats off to everybody in the community, as I said, our staff, as well as our parents. <laughs> yes, and, uh, thank you, and parents. And our students, please continue to have patience with one another. Um, we will get through this together. Okay, great way to close that out. We're going to let that be the final thought for the day. We'll be back uh, sitting down, sharing out podcast. I know as, as we move on through the days when we have more information. And uh, thank you for coming in and talking to us. Thank you.